Greetings and welcome to the Trauma and Social Work Podcast. Thank you for listening to Season 2. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen, or pencil, a warm cup of tea, and let's get down to business. This season is to focus on the voices of others impacted by trauma. Although I may speak on behalf of others with their permission, this is still their voice. You will hear from social workers, parents, families, children, teenagers, clinicians, and just so much more. You will hear from all people, regardless of their heritage, ethnic background, gender or sexuality, identification, social economic status, and much more. Let's take a deep, profound listening to all voices. podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. How to sustain relationships with young adults, teens, kids. There's a lot said about the parent-child relationship. Unfortunately, I have only touched on a few ideas, beliefs, and ways to challenge our thoughts about these interpersonal relationships. Although the last few podcasts or episodes of the podcast focused on the mother-daughter and mother-son relationships, more is to come about our fathers. And I'm excited about this and the feedback I will receive. I will get it, or or I may miss it, and we will all just have to wait and see what November and December brings. I want to talk a little bit about the term parent and my use in parent-child or parent-young-adult relationship. A parent can be biological, adoptive, step, foster, assumed, presumed, chemical, or spiritual. It is a role given to us and sometimes we have a choice in it and sometimes we don't. Yet it is a role that everyone can experience so there are about seven things that I would like you to consider. Seven strategies and beliefs to help support relationships between parents and young adults. One, your child is teaching you about patience. So breathe, breathe and breathe. Young adults have these special abilities to know what it takes to trigger us. They are observant, curious, and enjoy experimenting on us. Young adults are observant. They have watched us since their birth. They know things that increases our happiness, sadness, what angers us, and what makes us feel all sorts of things. They've seen us naked, 
physically unclothed, but also emotionally vulnerable. They watch us lie, contradict ourselves, be unfaithful, and be judgmental towards others. They're curious. They learn about themselves in the world through their relationships, their environment, and through social and cultural experiences. So they try new things on us. They're trying to discover meaning and purpose. They experiment with us, their parents. They do something, watch our reaction, then do it again. They are trying to figure out ways to manipulate their environment. They are watching for this cause and effect. As a parent, if you understand your young adult is teaching you patience during these interactions, you can appreciate the experience. If you resist, well, your young adult will continue to give you more and more experiences on patience. Two, as a parent, you are teaching your young person about the family history. And there is much said about epigenetics and inherited experiences, beliefs, perceptions, and feelings. The family trauma is inherited to you on a genetic, biological, energetically, and physics level. We will share stories. We will pass on our traumas. We will predispose you to depressive and anxious ways of thinking and behaving. We are repeating patterns from generation to generation. There are opportunities for you to recognize these patterns, work towards healing, or ignore and disassociate from these habits and continue to feel and experience sadness and depression and anxiety, irritation, confusion. We are giving you a choice in your life. Parents know you have this responsibility to your child. It is important as a parent that you heal yourself because healing then becomes essential in your child, grandchild, great-grandchild's healing. Three, I mentioned being, a, being patient and being a teacher. Now, as in other relationship, it takes time. So spend time together, engage in activities or no activities with your young person. Let them choose. I have been open to almost anything. As long as it wasn't conflictual with my morals or my absolutely, I'm not doing this activities, I have watched Hannah Montana more than I even cared to mention. I have played and watched video games more than I even wanna say. I have learned way too much about football. Spend time with your children's friends. Spend time with their intimate partner selections. Sometimes spend time just doing nothing. Four, understand adolescence is a time of rebelliousness and confusion. It is a period when young people want to control more things, especially the decisions being made in their life. For example, what they eat, when they sleep, 
who they socialize with. They want to feel their voices being heard and not suppressed. Guide them through this process and don't assume they are doing this to you on purpose. They are figuring themselves out in the world. They feel safe enough to give you some of their stuff. For example, they will experiment with talking back. As a parent, know your boundaries and limitations. As you guide them to communicate effectively, healthy, and express themselves in ways in which they can be heard. Five, practice just letting go. You have to let go of your fantasies that you had about your children, the things that you wished that they were when they were infants, who they would grow up to be. Let it go. You will have to let go of your beliefs, desires, and feelings about your relationship, what you thought a parent-daughter relationship looked like what your ideas about a parent and son relationship would turn out to be. These are your fantasies. These are part of your unresolved conscious and unconscious patterns. Let it go. Ah, six, say no and say yes. Work on knowing your limits and being open to things in the gray area. I'll give you an example. As a mother with my oldest son, he knew me and he knew me well. He knew school was important to me. And for me, school was my way out of poverty. He went to college with me from birth. And for the first five years of his life, he watched me study. However, he didn't grow up in poverty and he didn't have my experiences and my perceptions and everything else that was going on in my life. So this was not his experience. He had his own stuff. So once again, he teaches me about my stuff. Thank you. That school was not necessary for him in the same way. For him, school was a way for other people to tell him what they thought. This didn't make sense because he had his own thoughts. He wanted to develop his own way of thinking and understanding the world. So he got terrible grades in high school. And I perceived him as messing up, particularly in 11th grade, which was essential for getting into college. He knew I wanted A's, so he got C's. He knew this was the gray area. And my absolute no's were F's and D's. So we learned to stay in the gray areas during his high school years. And I said yes more often. And the relationship survived. Seven, talk less to family and friends about parenting challenges. They will either side with you and build up your own narcissistic way of thinking, or they will tell you what's wrong with you and you won't listen anyways. Unfortunately, this does not provide you with opportunities for a deeper understanding of the what and the whys to why, 
to how things are happening in your relationship. Instead, seek out therapeutic support as a means to navigate your feelings, identify and understand your triggers, and learn and grow from this fantastic relationship between parents and children. I hope that these seven strategies can be helpful in how you think about the parent and young adult relationship. Remember to be patient. Teach your children, spend time together, understand adolescent development, let go, understand boundaries and say yes, and get therapeutic support. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. Like below and subscribe to my channel. I will end by saying, the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself. Ancient Kemetic Proverbs.